Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, yes, this region is brimming with tech know-how. We're the highest concentration of cyber jobs uh, from a posting standpoint. So this is where it's all happening right now, Silicon Valley, DC, but people don't think of the DC market as a tech industry. Here in the D.C. region, we have a large community college establishment, and the largest is Northern Virginia Community College. We're joined by Stephen Partridge. He's the Vice President of Workforce and Economic Development at the Northern Virginia Community College. And here's some statistics I want to share with you to help you frame this. There's 70,000 students right now at NVCC, and those students, a lot of them are involved in technology, which is a big deal to me and a big deal to the region. And to give you an example of how fast the technology programs there are growing, they started a program in cybersecurity with 50 students, and the enrollment's grown 30 times in less than four years. So there's clearly something going on here in a region with respect to skills education. Steve, first of all, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well, it seems to me that from the work that I've been doing in the region, skills development is becoming a bigger and bigger issue, even more so than just plain old education. You're in the middle of that. Is that so? Oh, definitely. I mean, we hear from employers every day that tell us they cannot find individuals with the skills they need. So there's somewhat of a skills mismatch mm -hmm. going on, which is concerning because it does tell us that do we really send the market signals to students when they're in college or even in high school to really what the businesses need? If you want to stay in D.C., what skills do you need to get that high-paying job? How do you get there? All these things we don't always do a very coordinated effort in doing. And certainly work, say, the Greater Washington Partnership has been doing, some data I've seen from LinkedIn and so forth. There are 30, 40,000 IT software design jobs right now that are vacant because of this mismatch you described. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a rolling number. So, I mean, it's vacant today. Those, those will get filled. But it's kind of a constant number that we have a mismatch of supply and demand. We, we need to probably double or triple the number of graduates in IT over the next 10 years just to keep up with today's demand let alone any sort of future opportunities like Amazon's headquarters or other companies that move to market. Now, traditionally, it has seemed to me that when people talk about, quote, skills development, unquote, or talk about a community college, there's a classist sort of vibe to it, you know, that it won't get your hands dirty or something. You, you think that's still the case? I, I think there is sort of a, a belief that, that college, higher ed, is sort of the, the white-collar track to get a bachelor's degree, and that community college is sort of for everyone else that's not college-ready. And I think what we're finding more is a lot of our students show up already having a bachelor's degree. Many come back to us, say, you know, I've got an English major, and now I'm looking for a job, and I realize I need some tech skills to augment that. And they come back and either get a certificate or some industry credentials to help them get that, that foot in the door. Do you think that part of the problem is that we haven't really caught up with the the reality, which is that digital competency is as, if not more important now than reading and writing. Yeah, I mean, you, you Virginia just passed the, the first mandatory standards in computer science for K-12. So over the next year or two, teachers will be trained across the Commonwealth on these standards that will be incorporated from kindergarten all the way through high school because there's a recognition that it's a competency just like writing, reading, uh, that it has to be part of your everyday learning. And it, without it, you really aren't set up to succeed in today's workforce. Techs in every industry, you try to find a tech job, it's sometimes hard. We always thought of the tech industry as a sector on it to itself. 
And now really, tech is embedded in every industry. So mm -hmm. it's not, you might have a retail job, but use technology as much as you would in banking or finance or other industries. Yeah, I describe it as digital convergence. Mm -hmm. And I think that here, this region, I think, leads the nation in digital convergence. And you can't do anything here, whether it's biotechnology or cybersecurity, anything in between, without having a technology background now. Right. I have a lot of people do not realize Northern Virginia and the, the D.C. market is one of the highest concentration of IT jobs in the nation. We're the highest concentration of cyber jobs uh, from a posting standpoint. So this is where it's all happening right now, Silicon Valley, D.C., but people don't think of the D.C. market as a tech industry. But yet employers are. Tell me about how you're seeing employers adopt, because my understanding is NVCC is doing a lot of partnering now directly with the employers to shape programs to help people actually have the skills the employers need. Yeah, I mean, if you don't start with the employer, your end goal, I mean, there's a lot of things in higher ed that you don't think of that the goal of higher ed really is getting people jobs. Uh, we sort of put in this esoteric way of saying it's to make you better citizens, it's to give you life skills. It's really about employment all the way down the pipeline, all the way back to K-12. And we've lost sight of that some ways. And so making sure we're talking with employers regularly about what they need, uh, but listening too about what the things they actually value. They talk about making sure they're work ready. And you listen to them about what work ready means. We often think it's technical skills. Some of it's, can you write? Can you communicate? Can you work in teams? These, what you and I might call soft skills, are very valuable and underrepresented in the graduates coming out of today's universities. So the complaint is we need to do more of that. Now, some of that might be that people are deferring work. Uh, a generation ago, two-thirds of high school students would graduate having some sort of summer work experience or an internship. Now less than a third do. So many of the students coming straight out of high school into the universities or colleges are picking majors never having stepped foot in the workplace, never having really explored opportunities. So those soft skills that you sort of get on the job, we're not seeing them as much. Virginia, as a state government, does an awful lot to try to promote workforce development. How do you respond to people who say that ultimately the market self-adjusts and the free market left alone will solve these, all these problems and government doesn't have a role? Well, I agree. I think I think the market will adjust. It may not adjust in the way local or state officials may want. If we can't find enough people to work in these high-tech jobs in the D.C. area, we'll find a solution. But it might be moving those jobs out of market. Mm. Other communities like Nashville, Charlotte, that are maybe better cost of living, maybe more plentiful IT talent that you can get at a lower price point, might be solutions for some companies. And we don't want that, obviously. We want to keep those high-paying jobs, those high-skilled jobs here in market. So we do have to provide an environment. Um, just like we invest in roads, we have to invest in education. I agree with that. I also would note that many of the new technologies are going to make redundant tasks largely done by machines. So unless people know how to work with technology, they're going to be roadkill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something that we worry a lot about because I think getting a college degree now when you might have a 50-year work life is never going to set you up for success. So we need to think of the college degree, and we've always talked about lifelong learning as something we know we have to do, but we've never really had a structured way of doing it. I think we now need to realize that the, the life cycle, that the time a skill exists, especially in the IT world, is about five years. So I'm in the workforce now, maybe out of college, maybe I haven't gone to college yet. How do I find out about your programs and how do I apply? Yeah, I mean, if, if you visit our website, nvcc.edu, it talks, there's a button that says workforce development. We put a lot of research into what the jobs are in Northern Virginia and how do you get to those jobs. So if you are trying to make a career switch out of another field into IT, often the question is, do I need to go back and get another degree? What do I do to get there? And we kind of have mapped out 
on our career ladders spell out that this credential plus that credential plus these skills or experiences lead you into an entry-level job. Part of the challenge of the job market is this sort of inefficiency of supply and demand matching up because people get stuck in these degrees and HR departments are notorious about saying, I need this skill, this computer program. And if you don't have that, we're not even going to look at you. You get kicked out of the system. And so the more we can do to be sort of a translator between the business and the workforce is a huge role for education to play. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that MECC is an important connector and solving a big issue. And for those of you that are thinking about career change, a great place to begin your search. Stephen Parcher, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington, and a thank you to our sponsor, Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. Their business development team can help you find the best talent, an ideal location, and the latest in market and business intelligence so you can do business successfully in the greater Washington region and Montgomery County. Your business success starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. Support for this podcast comes from University of Maryland Smith School of Business where students learn to harness data to meet tomorrow's challenges. More information about the Smith School MBA program is available at rhsmith.umd.edu. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two DC region bands, Two Car Living Room and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>